in the morning feeling different Smoked a little dope and now I'm lifted Looked up in the mirror feeling gifted Looked up in the mirror said I'm different I woke up in the morning feeling different Smoked a little dope and now I'm lifted Looked up in the mirror feeling gifted Looked up in the mirror said I'm different what up y'all it's your girl teflon spliff and i am here with my homie lover friend it's busy baby get into it let's go so in honor of friends giving coming up we are talking about the f word what f word you might ask well friendship friends how many of us have them friends? I don't know the rest of the words, but you know the song that I'm talking about. So that's what we're talking about today. And get ready, guys. It's going to be a deep one once again. So confession before we get started. Okay. Oh, God. I, I would have liked to have been aware of this confession. <laughs> no, it has to be raw and uncut. Okay. Okay. So, I've definitely been the bad friend. I've dated my friend's exes. I didn't show up for my friends during milestone events like weddings, the birth of their babies, birthday celebrations, the list goes on, okay? For all intents and purposes, I wouldn't have called myself a friend, not even a good friend, but I don't know if I would have called myself a friend. I saw these people like in the beginning for five days a week, eight hours a day for years of our lives, right? Most of the friends that I knew came from school, grade school, high school, college, the like. Um, we got close through classes and field trips. We bonded through traumas, teen angst, and poor decisions of our parents, mm -hmm. right? We could all bond over some shitty parenthood. <laughs> um, it should be noted that life happened very fast for me at a very young age. I had my first sexual experience before I was 10. My parents were either absentee or battling addiction through most of my developmental stages and into my early adulthood. These are not excuses. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just highlighting the foundation of pain points that defined me as the bad friend. By the time I graduated high school, I had run away from home, had attempted suicide, aborted a pregnancy, Got stalked by the 26-year-old who impregnated me after said abortion. Um, I worked three jobs to take care of the household while one parent remained absent and the other went to rehab. Again, again, not excuses. Just painting a small picture of perspective. Um, I was angry for a long time. I felt unprotected for a long time. And my friendships reflected all of that. Why did I date my friend's exes? Because back then it didn't matter to me. Why didn't I go to my friend's wedding? Because I was miserable inside of my own marriage. It's also important to know or note that like a lot of little black girls, I grew up hearing my mama tell me she was not one of my little friends. She constantly reminded me that she was my mother and not my friend. So, you know. Not a lot to go on when building a good friendship of my own. I got told about myself and it wasn't easy to accept. So I'm already working on unpacking my traumas and breaking these generational curses. And now I have to face the fact that I'm a bad fucking friend. Like, fuck. 
So growing and evolving hurts, bro. Like these are real growing pains. It tests your character. It tests your ego. You're constantly met with these versions of yourself that can be downright awful. So how do you handle that? How do you react when someone you love tells you you're being shitty? Do you consider what they are saying? Do you immediately get defensive? How often are you taking inventory of yourself? And by that, I mean, how often are you inspecting yourself for flaws and opportunities of growth? As I began to ponder these things, I began to check myself and call myself out so I could stop being shady. I could stop being unsupportive and I could stop being jealous and just start showing up genuinely. Now, during this time, I can admit I lost a lot of good friends. Um, I learned that while I was doing the work on myself, no one owed me their grace and uh, no one owed me that through my growth. Just because I was examining myself and changing my own perspectives and behaviors didn't mean anyone owed me patience or understanding. I had caused friendships to end and no one owed me forgiveness just because I was sorry. I learned how to be a good friend. I'm still learning how to be a good friend, but it definitely cost me great friends. It was a hard lesson and a hefty price. Um, I'm grateful for the friends that stayed through my growth phase. They continue to be mirrors for me even when it gets ugly. So, let's recap. Right. Bad friends. What do they look like? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they look like everybody. And I just want to say before you continue, that means so much to me. It really does. I'm not going to pinpoint or, you know, but I do thank you for that. I really do. Not that it still bothers me to this day. Um, my part, but sometimes, oh, that's so important in friendship, just to be accountable, because I just need to know that you're genuinely sorry, and we yeah. can move on, because we all make mistakes, Yeah. like, even just dealing with regular people that are not friends, or that we don't have relationships with, as long as you're genuine, and I can feel that genuine side, or the situation, then we can go ahead and move forward, so... Yes. Accountability is a huge part of friendship for me. Um, and when I was polling people and asking them on um, like the stories and stuff like that, do you have any requirements or qualifications for friendship? And a lot of people answered that, no, you have to love unconditionally. And this, that, and the third. And I disagree I disagree. I disagree. Just like a romantic relationship, a friend, a friendly relationship, a friend type relationship should have boundaries. It should have certain conditions like you're not going to do certain things. Maybe you will do certain things. But yes, I do believe that it should have um, terms and conditions and accountability is definitely one of those. So as we were recapping, we were talking about bad friends. They get defensive instead of inspecting themselves. Mm -hmm. There is no accountability. It's all, oh, well, that's just who I am. I don't, you know? So it's a very hard thing to get past um, in building a good relationship if we can't even apologize to each other when we have hurt each other. Mm -hmm. So I know we just briefly touched on this, but 
typically I don't consider somebody a friend if they don't show up for me or if they don't celebrate me. And like I said, I've been in this position before. So I understand um, both sides of it, how it feels to be in that position where you don't want to celebrate your friend or don't feel like you have it in you to celebrate your friend. And I've been on the other side where it's like, damn, nobody is excited for me. Nobody's happy for me. Like, what what the fuck? I think it also, um, as I just took a second to look up the word relationship, mm-hmm. and one of the definitions of it is the way in which two or more people or groups regard and behave towards each other. So, um, a lot of times, like even now being as old as I am and having gone through so many things with so many different groups of people, I have to question now, like, what is it that this person provides for me? So the unconditional love thing is just not, it's not realistic. That's because you, if you love someone, whether it's your mama, your daddy, your grandma, your boyfriend, your husband, your, your girlfriend, whatever, you want to know that they love you back. You want to feel that love back. So that unconditional shit, like who out here loving somebody by themselves? And that's a really huge um, thing for me that is very controversial and kind of like an unpopular opinion for a lot of people um, that most times relationships, regardless of what they entail, love, friend, family, they are transactional. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people are like, oh, no, you that's fucked up. You only doing something to get something. No, I'm not only doing something to get something. I'm doing these things and I'm showing you my acts of love because love is an action word. It's not just something that you can say. It's a verb. This is something that you have to do and show and prove. So when people say that they don't believe that relationships are transactional, I totally do not agree. Um, I'm not giving because I want you to give something back necessarily. I'm investing my time. I'm investing my love. Maybe sometimes I'm investing my money, but... I do expect to have my cup refilled. I do I do expect that. And I don't think that's a bad thing because if I continuously pour into you mm-hmm. and you not pouring back into me, mm-hmm. what else do I have to give? And then that's where we start to have these friendships where we have resentment and it's like, oh, okay, well, I thought we was cool, but clearly We're not. this is one-sided. I think for me is I want to feel... I want to feel good and I want to feel like I made the right decision about who I decided to give my love to. So again, the unconditional thing is just not realistic. Um, but that's another great point you, you brought up too. And this is another thing that I asked um, everybody who was following me. How do you choose your friends? Like, do you have a thought process to it? Are there things that you check off a list? Like, okay, cool. I could see this person being... Because how do we choose these friends and then wind up in situations where these are not the people they projected to be? These are not the people we expected them to be? Um, So how are we choosing our friends? I think, like you said, me and you started being friends young over the craziest situation... We started, we spent like a whole entire day together, just walking around, just talking. And so that was like, okay, 
great. Then we graduated. And then I saw you again junior year. And it was like, great. That's my, my namesake, my friend. That's my buddy. We, we back. Yep. And we did everything together. Yeah, we lived together. We worked together at some point in time. We definitely have... We did everything together. So, when we get to the point where people start tweaking, I think, like you said, not as an excuse, but we go through so many things that sometimes the people closest to us are the ones that get hurt. The ones that are, you know, we might be a little timid about lashing out on a person we don't know. But if we know we can cuss the motherfucker out and they ain't going to do shit and we mad, we definitely going to cuss that motherfucker out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just a mixture. It's a mixture of a lot of things, but it all goes into who's worth holding on to. Like, I don't know. I just have a feeling about certain people. Like, even if they're presented to me, not at their best, I could like see through all of that. And I can like, too, and I I believe this is a um a double edged sword mm-hmm. for me. It is it a is double edged well. sword for me because I can see somebody's beautiful. I can see somebody's potential. I can see somebody's um love. They're everything before they can, mm-hmm. and it's like I be loving you, loving you, loving you, loving you, loving you, hoping that the person that I see behind all of the shit that you're giving me right now sprouts up. But then it hurts when I'm loving you and loving you and loving you, and you not doing none of that back to me. You just taking the love. You're just taking the love. You're not necessarily giving it back. I feel like history saved us. I can definitely see that, yeah. Because I am the main one to say history really means nothing if a person is not willing to grow and change. That history will have you locked down with a person that is going to stay in their ways. And that history is affecting their growth. Yeah. But, But we have seen each other grow through so many different stages. Yes. And best believe we have fallen out, like, heavily. Yeah, all y'all saw it. All y'all saw it. Everybody saw it. Petty Facebook wars and statuses back and forth. Absolutely. And yeah. But when we And started, at the end of the day. Yeah, when we started hanging out again, it was just like to see everybody damn near throw a party over this shit. Like the tips are back. Like it's like if I would have been stubborn, I wouldn't have never saw like how important it was for other people. To see us maintain a show of that friendship, yeah, a longevity. Like a lot that. of people don't believe it exists. You know what I'm saying? Like that post that I tagged you to mm-hmm. the other day. Ain't no female got a friend for over 20 years. That's not true. We've been friends for for what 21 years, 22 years, and that's such a blessing. So, if I'm gonna say anything, um. Cherish the people that you have in your corner. They're not going to always sugarcoat things for you. Mm-hmm. You have to be accountable. You have to be genuine. And you have to like, you can't require for me to be this bomb ass friend and you're not being one either. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? So I think we also have that struggle. Like, even though you just said, I did this, I did that. I had my ways too. You know what I'm saying? So 
But that's a huge part of it, and that's the underlying theme of it. And not just friendships, but all relationships that you have universally. Yeah. The communication has to be strong, and the accountability has to be real, bro. Like, you have to be able and willing to look at that ugly part of yourself and be like, okay, that was fucked up. All right. How do I adjust this? How do I fix it? Because sometimes I have encountered friends who... Shit, sometimes we've even had this. Like, if you ain't ready to see that shit, you're not ready to see it. If you're not ready to hear it, you ain't ready to hear it. It's girl, fuck you. Block. Don't talk to me. Yeah, we'll take a break and... And really reflect on what each other said. Like, damn, that shit hurt, but... Because we know we love each other. We know that we love each other. So even if it gets terrible, like delivery is super whack to each other, it's like, okay... I mean, it's not like she lied. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, are we right. going to be stubborn and, and, and know we was wrong and be stubborn to each other and throw away all these years of what Over we built? Over some ego bullshit. And it be the ego. Mm. Like, I have a very close friend that I still love very dearly, but she's a little younger than me. And we just had a situation earlier this year. I have not talked to this person since April. Um, they reached out and wished me a happy birthday, but it started off with the, I know it, we ain't cool, but, and it's just like, baby, it's not that we're not cool. It's that I'm willing to sit back and let you learn what you need to learn before I interact with you again, because I love you so much. Yeah. I'm not going to let, you know, this little thing that I know you just not thinking clearly and you really don't understand the principle behind why I'm upset and why things went the way that they went. So and sometimes that hap- that has to happen too to give us some space and that's what we were just saying as well even yeah. between us like I'm not gonna lie sometimes that shit did last longer than it needed to especially when we were younger yeah. because we were both headstrong like I'm right I'm right no I'm right I don't mm, I'm not trying to hear it but like you said whether it was a week a couple of weeks, a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers really was like, okay. And then you start to feel the absence of that person. Like when it's real genuine friendship, you really begin to feel the absence of that person. And I'm not a person that's just going to accept apology after apology because that's just not me. And we both know that. But between the both of us, we have, um, we have been able to show change behavior yeah. like i'm not just sorry bro it's like, like look, i no for look, real look, look. no for real. <laughs> look, friend, see, I, look what's different look what i changed and like we know each other so well that we can actually be like dang that you really different. that is a little different for you okay friend because we've been around for so long so it's like like you said history is a double-edged sword because sometimes it's Ooh. like it's like a beautiful thing where you can see a person grow and change and it's like dang okay your ass needs to get on my motherfucking nerves god damn it but look at you now right or when that same situation arise where you notice your friend don't get as loud as she would or don't turn up like she would or just react completely different to the shit you just start noticing the shit and it's like okay okay we can we can keep we can keep this going so we've talked about the brat, the bad friends. And of course, I hope inside of that you learn what the good friends look like. But in case you didn't get it, the good friends care about celebrating you and they show up genuinely for you. Now, I know that this can be difficult because like I said, 
I've been on that side. I'm not trying to go to nobody's wedding, bro. I, I'm so happy for you. I really am. But I'm not trying to celebrate in this shit. And the day of, I was literally just crying. Like, this is so amazing, but I feel so bad. I cannot go here. Like, I was bawling. I don't want to be a part of this. My marriage is shit. I don't. I wish you well, but I'm not going to bring these bad-ass nuptial vibes to your shit. I don't want to do it. But even in that, even in that. I respected it. I knew what it was already. I, so. I appreciate the respect, but but looking back on it, to be a good friend, I could have shown up in, in any type of way. I didn't send you a card. I didn't send you a gift. I didn't, I didn't participate in any of it. I didn't. But lucky for you, I know you so well. <laughs> <laughs> because I already instantly knew what it was. I wasn't... You know, it was a couple people that didn't show up. And so, I wasn't as mad at you. For a split second, I was like, she could put it to the side. But once, I'll say this. I'll say once me and my um, marriage started coming, or when my marriage started coming to a close, I began to understand. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you kind of have to push yourself to get them well wishes. And I respect it because I would rather you be genuinely there than to just be like <laughs> making yourself be there because you know you my best friend and, I, you know, <laughs> your petty starts turning on. <laughs> I object. Because <laughs> my marriage is shit. The freaking institution of marriage is bullshit, okay? It's all a conspiracy. You know, and that's why I can respect it and history and knowing who you're dealing with. And honestly, in friendship, if you know something is not worth dealing with, let that shit go. Let it and go. that's with any relationship, with anybody. Your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your uncle, <laughs> your auntie. <laughs> shit. So good friends are going to show up for you um, genuinely however they can. Like, it can be the smallest token, bro. Like... Please don't underestimate how genuinely showing your friend that you're thinking about them, that you're rooting for them, that you care about them. It means a lot. Um, good friends encourage you to shine and they grow. I'm oh, sorry. They can encourage you to shine and grow to your highest potential. I am never going to be the friend that's going to sit back and watch you self-destruct. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, girl. I'm never going to be that friend. And I would hope that you wouldn't be that friend for me. I don't want that friendship. How many times have we been in, in different places in our lives where we've been like, not because we was mad at each other or nothing, but definitely was just on some, look, G, Put you need time. to get your shit together. And I cannot talk to you right now until you do. Plenty of times. Plenty of times we have been here to say, get your shit together. Sis, hey, get your shit together. And I'll, and I'll to see later. you. I will talk to you later. I will talk to you later. Because what you doing? What are you doing? So good friends are definitely there to encourage you and push you. And they'll step back and give you that room. Like, if that's what you need, I'm here. Listen, yeah. I'm here. But until then. I love you so much. But um, peace out. <laughs> okay. Um, lastly, and there are, are many, many things that make up a good friend, but these are the big ones for me. So lastly, um, good friends understand reciprocity and accountability. This is a very strong theme for me. It's a very strong theme in my friendships in general. And I always want my friends to let me know like, Hey, um, uh, this shit a little lopsided. We've been there as well. Like, look, bro, 
I'm doing and doing. You taking and taking. Can you give her? Can you give me a little bit? I think we got a good give and take. We have. We do. We have a great give and take. We do. And I think that is so important, like I said before and earlier. That unconditional, you're a fool to want someone to love you unconditionally and to expect yourself to love somebody unconditionally. I don't care what it is. Like is. I'm not going to love you through your bullshit. If your I'm not. If are not being supplied, <laughs> it's just not. And no one, no one in their right mind. No one, okay? So, these are the the three, okay? They care about celebrating you and they show up genuinely. They encourage you to shine and grow to your highest potential. And they understand reciprocity and accountability, okay? The last thing I want to say is that friendship requires love of self, first Uh and foremost. Again, this is like many relationships, pretty much every relationship, Mm -hmm. If you don't fuck with yourself, if you don't love yourself, if you don't know yourself, if you don't inspect yourself for opportunities of growth, friendships is not, they not clicking for you. They not going to be the greatest for you. So dive deep inside, okay? Love yourself. Yes, people can love you as you're learning to love yourself. Absolutely. This is not one of them things where you got to go off and hide and become a hermit until you learn to love yourself. Sometimes those people can help teach you how to love yourself. Mm -hmm. But you absolutely have to love yourself first. I love you guys. This is Teflon Spliff. I'm here with my homie lover friend. It's busy, baby. Get into it. All right. This has been the F word. And I hope you guys have beautiful celebrations with your friends. I hope you have beautiful celebrations with your family. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Safe Space Tef Talk with your host, Teflon Spliff. If you enjoy this content, if you enjoy what you're hearing, and if you would like to hear more, please consider making a donation to this podcast and our future endeavors. You can always connect with me on Instagram at Safe Space Teflon and on Facebook, I'm Teflon Spliff. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.